Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And, uh, well, I'm sorry I haven't been able to leave one of these for you in a few days, but not surprisingly, as you ought to uh, realize, this whole time warp story uh, (laughs) has kept me really, really busy. Um, My days have been just absolutely packed from morning to night, and in many cases until the middle of the night, uh, with various interviews and phone calls to the point where I actually came very, very close to losing my voice. I was on uh, Jimmy Church's show, Fade to Black, recently, and I have just barely made it to the end of that. It was about a two and a half hour uh, interview, I guess. And then last night, of course, uh, for the 4th of July, had the pleasure of being once again George Norrie's guest on Coast to Coast AM. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a really fun night last night because, for one thing, um, my, my old buddy C. Eric Scott, who's been a friend of mine for, gosh, 20 years, we've worked together on all kinds of TV shows and movie productions, uh, he came out here to Las Vegas to celebrate the 4th of July, and uh, he'll be here till the 10th, so he and I are going to be running around over the next uh, several days. And um, we got together here on my balcony at my condo, which is high up in the building here in uh, Las Vegas. And I'm telling you, right when the sun went down, the fireworks around here were the most impressive I've ever seen in my life. And the the funny thing is they were all illegal. You're, You're not legally supposed to be shooting these big fireworks up into the to the sky from your backyard but um from our uh, uh balcony we're able to see you know a good 180 degrees around and i'm telling you as far as the eye could see for hours just huge firework displays going on everywhere so that was really amazing and uh, a lot of fun and then of course uh, then I did coast, and you know, every time I do coast to coast AM, um, it's just astounding how many people email me afterward just because of that one show. You know, I get a lot of emails every day, anyhow. But uh, I mean, with with coast to coast AM, you go on there, and I mean, it's just like you can just immediately dump like another two, three thousand emails on top of what you're already getting. So it's very intimidating when I when I wake up the day after I do Coast to Coast AM and I just look at all these emails and I'm just like, I'm never going to be able to go through all of this. Um, but it's wonderful that I get sent so much, you know, fantastic stuff. And um, in fact, I've got a video that just came in from a Coast listener that I want to share with you. And uh, it is... Some kind of a ghostly or paranormal manifestation. I'm going to leave it at that for now until I'm able to get more permission because I've asked the lady who sent this to me if I can post this so that you can see it. And, you know, I find it funny because from time to time throughout my career uh, as a paranormal investigator, there are people who will say to me, you know, but here's here's why I don't believe in all this stuff because, gosh, you know, we've got so many cameras everywhere now and, you know, people have cameras on their cell phones and there's cameras on stoplights and, uh, and, and there's, you know, cameras and sur- surveillance systems. Why don't we just have more footage of these things? And I'm saying, listen, 
There's plenty of footage out there. There's a ton of footage out there. I see it every day. You know, if you're not going out and specifically looking for it, then uh, I guess you're not going to be that aware of it. But, and even then, you know, it's it's harder for you to tell what's real and what's not real on the internet because you don't get to talk to the source. But I'm in a very special position where people contact me and they say, here is who I am, here is what I captured, uh, and then they send you know their footage to me, I'm able to sit down, take a look at it, and then I get to ask them questions and see if it makes sense or if there's anything fishy. And, and so, you know, I get to look at things the the only way you really can look at things in this day and age uh, as a paranormal investigator in order to see if it seems kosher, if it seems reasonable. And I get so much interesting stuff that comes in that I know is real um, as much as I can know it without being there having, you know, uh, push the button on the, the camera myself. And... You know, it's it's there is a lot, a lot of documentation every day of of ghosts and UFOs, especially. Um, you know, cryptids are a little more wishy washy, but uh, but certainly ghosts and ghostly things and UFOs. There's a lot out there, so I'll be sharing some of that with you and sharing some more stories with you. And uh, you know, since by the way, it was just the fourth of July. Uh, seems like every year I do get more reports from people who believe they've had some kind of an encounter with a presidential ghost around the 4th of July, which is not a big surprise because you'd think that some of these presidents who went through these very dramatic periods of time and you know whatever we think of them today, they were doing the best they could to try to make the country as good as it could be. And I think a lot of them wanted to sort of stick around and see how it turned out, you know, to see if the decisions were the best decisions in the long run. And so uh, I want to remind you that when it comes to uh, ghost photographs, I have got two ghost images of U.S. presidents, or what many believe are U.S. presidents, on my website, joshuapwarren.com. And if you want to see them, uh, just go to joshuapwarren.com and click the Gallery of the Strange and you'll see that there's one page that's devoted to the White House ghost photo, which shows what may very well be Abraham Lincoln. And then there is a, uh, a second link to a photograph of a figure that looks very much like uh, possibly George Washington. And I want to tell you a little bit about each of these images real quick. Um, some people have looked at the Abraham Lincoln photograph and said that, uh, well, they think this is probably a long exposure, even though uh, C. Eric Scott and I worked together to disprove that by trying to replicate the shot. But it turns out there is even more proof. We have now definitively proven that this could not be any kind of a long exposure because if you look at all the data on this page, on my website about the White House ghost photo, including the updates, turns out that there is a figure in the photograph that we, believe it or not, at first 
did not even notice because we were so focused on the the central figure in question, the, what we think is the ghost. There is another figure, uh, there is a workman who just so happens to be in the process of walking down a pile of dirt in the foreground. And you can see by his walking motion that he has not blurred more than one step. This therefore proves that this could not have been exposed more than one to two seconds. And so that would not in any way be enough time under these circumstances to create the impression that we have here. And so uh, I wish that when we put together our original video report a few years ago about the White House ghost photo that um, we had included this. I now would like to at some point do an updated version of that video or at least put some kind of uh, an appendage or epilogue or something on it that will uh, indicate we have this new information. So the long exposure theory is out the window. Okay, That is not an explanation for this photograph. I'm happy to argue that with anybody. Um, so if you go there and you watch the video about the, the White House ghost photo, don't just watch the video. Scroll down the page and I want you to read the other information and look at the updates as well. Now, the second photograph that you can access if you go to the joshuapwarren.com gallery of the strange is the photograph of George Washington's ghost. And this was taken on December 6, 2015 at the Middleton Tavern in Annapolis, Maryland by a woman named Lisa Mulden. And um, she has a really interesting story, and I won't get into all the details of this photograph here. I've talked about it before, and there's actually a link uh, to me interviewing her on an old episode of Speaking of Strange that you can also access through this uh, webpage. But you will see, you know, this is a tavern that George Washington used to frequent. Uh, the figure that appears is approximately the same height that George Washington was supposedly. And um, you can see uh, this figure compared to uh, historical renditions of him, paintings, and, and you'll see uh, quite, quite easily why that, since this was one of his favorite haunts and people have claimed that they've seen him there for a long time, that this could very well be an authentic picture of George Washington's ghost. So again, these are just things that are um, intriguing to consider since we have... Uh, just gone through the uh, the Independence Day celebrations, and so you might want to go check out those things. So, um, look, I I am sorry that this um, particular podcast is a little bit on the the thin end, but again, I have been just absolutely infatuated and overwhelmed and saturated with uh, this topic of time and space, and I'm not going to be talking about that too much more. Uh, until something new happens <laughs> because I think it's been talked to death over the past week or so um, but uh, I do have more fascinating things I'll be sharing with you in the upcoming days especially as I process some of this imagery that's coming in from people who heard me on the radio shows not just coast to coast but really all these fantastic shows that I've been doing uh, over the past week, and some of them haven't even been posted yet. Uh, some were pre-recorded that will be posted probably either uh, tonight, tomorrow night. Um, it's just, uh, it's all just been a blur of activity and action. 
So I believe I am now going to go, uh, we're going to go out with C. Eric Scott. And I uh, think we're going to hit up a, a tiki bar. And I'm going to try to actually rest and get away from the internet and the cell phone and everything else. I think I'm just going to turn off everything for uh, for at least 24 or 48 hours. Because I'm pretty <laughs> pretty burnt out <laughs> on uh, on electronic communication for a little while. All right, so hope again you're having uh, a, a great extended uh, holiday here uh, of some kind, especially if you live in the United States. I doubt that if you don't, uh, I doubt if you live outside the U.S. that you'll be doing anything too special, but uh, you never can tell. But I will keep you updated on my end of things as, uh, well, new data pours in. So that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you for staying curious. And I'll talk to you again soon.